Welcome to this episode of Chamber Chat. I'm Todd Studer. Chamber Chat brought to you by the Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce and also brought to you by Beacon Vacations in Council Bluffs. Terry Oldenburg has been helping families just like yours plan their vacations for over 17 years. Terry is an expert at finding you the trip you want inside the budget you can afford. Maybe it's that Disney trip you've been promising your kids or a second honeymoon on an Alaskan cruise. And as we enter spring, a Caribbean cruise is just what you need to recharge. Beacon Vacations is not under contract with any travel providers, which means your trip is booked on what is best for you, not cost or commission. And the best part, Terry is a paid is paid her commission through the resorts, cruise lines, and other suppliers, and that cost is not passed on to you. If you'd like to learn more, just visit the website, beaconvacations.com, or call 712-545-1011. We're joined in studio today. Well, we have a full house today. Drew Camp, President and CEO of the Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce. Drew, we'll start with you. And what's the theme of this episode this month for Chamber Chat? Yeah, so April is Volunteer Awareness Month, and we just really want to bring a focus to volunteering in our community. Anyone who knows the Chamber knows that we're a very community-oriented organization, and volunteering is a great way to do so. Well, you brought in uh, a couple of folks that are very key to this type of thing. So who did you bring in today? Uh, we have Hannah Smith and Katrina Trabal. Uh, Hannah's with Trivium Life Services, and uh, Katrina is with the Community Foundation for Western Iowa. Hannah, let's uh, begin with you. You are the uh, Vice President of Philanthropy and Public Relations with Trivium Life Services. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I know these microphones can sometimes be a little intimidating, but (laughs) we're all doing very well. Tell us a little bit about your background and why it is that you're passionate about this. Thank you for having me. My background with Trivium Life Services, I do a lot in the nonprofit sector with board service and whatnot, but with Trivium specifically, I'm over volunteerism, and it makes a huge difference for our nonprofit. It absolutely propels our mission, and so that's one of the reasons I'm passionate about it. Where do you uh, find the volunteers to be able to help with this? And it's... Well, you talked about it's kind of like a marketing thing, isn't it? It is absolutely a marketing thing. We have partnerships with Share Iowa. We have partnerships with Volunteer Iowa, the website, uh, other websites such as JustServe.org, where we have a pretty good pipeline of volunteers. Something that uh, on our radio show that we do here and uh, my co-host Peggy Sweet, we always, the last thing that we say every time is find a way to do something good for someone else today. And it's, I think that the more people that we can get involved with that kind of mentality, it, it takes us out of our own stuff that's going on when you can help somebody else. Absolutely. And it helps ourselves in the process. It can, volunteerism can help our mental health. It, even the studies show that it can change our physical health as well. So there's so many benefits for us. What type of opportunities are available uh, that people can be able to volunteer inside of your organization? We have quite a robust offering for volunteerism. We have a program called Across the Road that was actually born in out of COVID. So we have clients that were pretty isolated at the time. And so we started a program that has now grown. And now that we're not so locked down, it's still actually thriving. So individuals with interests that may align well with our clients are able to virtually, mostly virtually, 
schedule some time to hang out with each other. So for example, if we have a community member who loves the Harry Potter series and loves to read, we have clients as well who love Harry Potter and love to read. And so we connect them and they're able to hang out and spend some time together. We have community members of various interests, such as cooking, for example, who come to our day, our day habilitation program and they teach our clients culinary skills. So there's a lot of opportunity there. When we went through COVID and everything was very negative, what we found out, I think, and, and Drew, you can speak to this as well, that we found in cases there was a better way of doing things. And a lot of the stuff we were looking forward to getting back to the way things were, but it forced us into a situation where, okay, we have to do it different. And then we found out, oh, maybe this is actually better than what we were doing. And it sounds like uh, what you're talking about, that may be the case. You're exactly right. Our volunteerism has grown through this program. And now that clients and community members can meet face-to-face, there's many times they're still planning on, or they still choose to meet virtually. Sometimes they do meet face-to-face. We had interactions with the Humane Society and clients who love animals were able to interact there. So it's been a really beautiful program that's grown since COVID. Katrina Traval also, I'm pronouncing your name correctly, is that right? You are, yes, Oh, Traval. thank goodness. I was, uh, I was nervous when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, community Partnerships Manager with Community Foundation for Western Iowa. I've uh, talked with Donna up there quite a bit as well, yes. and, and uh, I love your organization and you. uh, everything that's going on up there. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, so I uh, have been with the Community Foundation now for one year. It was my one-year anniversary this week, so very excited about that. I am a small-town girl, grew up in Trainer, Iowa. Shout out to Trainer. And so I am the lead on Share Iowa. Share Iowa is an initiative of the Community Foundation, and it is an online website um, that nonprofit can be listed on. Uh, they have their profiles on Share Iowa where a community member can interact with them by uh, signing up for a volunteer opportunity, attending their events, donating to the organization, or shopping off of their wish list. And currently, there are nearly 200 nonprofit organizations on Share Iowa. The Community Foundation provides a Make It Happen program, which is a learning cohort for nonprofit organizations in our area. We have the Women's Fund and the Mental Health and Substance Abuse Fund that support services in the nine counties that we serve. And then the investment that the Community Foundation made in Share Iowa, we're really trying to build a foundation that helps engage the community around solutions for the most pressing issues facing our region. These, all these resources that communities in Western Iowa can use not only to support projects and create solutions, but it also helps folks engage on a very personal level. What I love about both of your organizations is that there's somebody local. You're, you're right here. We can tell that when money is given or, or volunteer time or anything, we know it's going to a good place and we know it's going to help folks that we already know in a lot of cases. Yeah, absolutely. You know, volunteerism is so important in our area because if you look at Western Iowa and our small communities, um, the people who are change makers and are making an impact, they're volunteers in their community. They are moms and dads and people who have, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five jobs, but they want to still make an impact in their community. So if you have a new park and recreation area, a new daycare center, you can likely thank a volunteer in your community for that. With what it is that you do now for a living, Katrina, is this something that you sought out or is it one of those cases where it found you? 
You know, it definitely found me. So my background is actually senior healthcare. So I, it's a total jump to nonprofit care. But one of the things with nonprofit, my passion is service. So that's always been a driving force for me, is making sure that underprivileged and people have services. And so I love the nonprofit sector because it's people, everyday people who want to make an impact and are coming up with creative ideas and ways to make an impact in their community. So it definitely fell into my lap, but it fills the bucket as far as service. When I started getting involved with the with the radio station here in, that we have now in Council Bluffs, one of the things that we wanted to do is give nonprofits an opportunity to talk about the events that they have. I have learned so much about what's out there that I didn't know. I had no clue the depth of what people are doing. We had um, a gentleman stop by just yesterday to um, their bikers that help with uh, abused kids and making sure that they feel safe after they've gone through something traumatic. I didn't know these guys were here. And he found me and came in. And there's so much good that's going on in this community right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's been probably the most exciting part of my role in this past year is finding and meeting all of these individuals and organizations who are, again, coming up with creative ways to make an impact. You know, I didn't know before coming into this sector just how many people are doing amazing things every day. There's an organization um, called Impact Hill in Oakland. It's just a great example. There is an old high school uh, at a building in this town that really wasn't being used. And so a group of families got together and created a daycare area for kids to utilize, especially over the summer. It's just these really interesting ways that people can see where there's a need and and people come together to, to meet the need. It's really awesome. Being here in Council Bluffs... I found that sometimes I would forget about just the thriving communities that are going on outside and some of the same kind of work is going on. You mentioned Oakland. You also talked about being from Trainer, and even in, in connecting counties like Missouri Valley or down in Glenwood or any of these other places, folks in this part of the state, I think, really do pull together and look out for each other. Absolutely. We have a super philanthropic community in Western Iowa. You know, the Community Foundation uh, serves organizations and communities up to Monona County, down to Page and Fremont counties, and then over to Cass County. And so um, we are lucky enough to meet with organizations every day who are doing awesome work. So yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of impact and there's a huge philanthropic culture within Western Iowa. And just to piggyback on that a little bit, I think really the one of the biggest impetuses that helps that is the Iowa West Foundation, the gaming revenue that's put back in that can invest in all these individuals and all these um, nonprofit organizations. They invest in us. They invest in a lot, as we saw the $3.5 million they just put out in the community in their last round of grants, and that doesn't count for some of the other grant making and funding they're doing. So that uh, presence that Iowa West has with that 500 million plus donated back into the community allows nonprofits to thrive and then foster that volunteerism that we're talking about here today. Well, in Iowa West and also, Hannah, your organization with Trivium Life Services and Katrina uh, with the Community Foundation for Western Iowa, you're all looking for ways to continue to do even more than what's going on. I know that with Iowa West Foundation, they were doing those uh, events to, what do they call them, Imagine Hours, to just get people's ideas about how to grow the community. 
And it's really important that those continue because now they're bringing folks that are like myself and others like three years and younger and uh, or newer, excuse me, um, in the nonprofit CEO world together to share best practices. So Donna's part of that. I'm part of that. A lot of nonprofit leaders and uh, Donna Dostal is part of that, myself and others. It's a really powerful group and we think we can hopefully move the needle. But yes, to your point, there's a lot of great, uh, great things happening as a result, not only of Iowa West, but of the Community Foundation for Western Iowa work OCF does over in Iowa as well. All the no- other private nonprofits like what Hannah does and things like that. We see all these different pieces. Google has a huge presence here philanthropically. So there's just a lot of different things. But the one point I want to make is, you know, Hannah's on our board, for example. That's a really good way to volunteer back and give back is identify places that stand with you personally or your organization's mission and that you want to prop up and volunteer your time in their board. That's one of the best ways you can give back to them is sometimes it might not be monetarily. It might be with your talents and knowledge. Hannah, do you want to talk a little bit about the new thing that's happening out at uh, River's Edge? I would love to. So Trivium Life Services provides behavioral health services in five states with the heaviest presence in our headquarters here in Council Bluffs. And we also provide substance use disorder services and severe and persistent mental health services. And we are opening a social enterprise concept at the River's Edge called The Terrace. The Terrace is a coffee shop and eatery, and the purpose of it is to make, we call it profits with a purpose. So profits will be reinvested into our nonprofit philanthropic services um, and making an impact, furthering our mission. What we're most excited about is an ability for people to connect with Trivium and to understand what Trivium does through the Terrace. We wholeheartedly would love to share the mission with other nonprofits in the area. We have a community board that was provided by the Four Corners Community Foundation, and we would love to share on that community board what other nonprofits are doing, especially where it concerns mental health. And we, we will have events in the space that focus on mental health needs in, in our community, which we know that that need is growing. So we're really excited about it. We're also excited to bring more commerce and business to the riverfront. It is one of the most beautiful spaces in Council Bluffs, in my opinion. And I, I think having some food offerings over there, in addition to what's currently there, it, it will bring more people in, more people will be able to experience the beauty of Council Bluffs. Yeah, I've, I've talked about it with other people that you could take River's Edge and if you could just lift the entire concept up, you could place that in any city and it would be nice in that city, regardless of where you're at, whether it's, it's Denver or New York or Los Angeles or any place. What has happened at River's Edge is phenomenal. It's just another example of the growth and the uh, forward thinking that's happening right now in Council Bluffs. Yeah, it really is. And we're really excited about the opportunities that the Terrace is going to provide um, down there just because, you know, the fact that Hannah, like Hannah uh, mentioned, it's mission driven. And so much of volunteerism is about the mission and how it aligns with your personal your personal viewpoints or your organization's mission. So I think that's a really important point to emphasize is how mission driven um, can have such a huge impact, how driving a mission of an organization or an individual can have an impact in the community. Well, and what I find encouraging about it is in so many places around the state of Iowa, mental health services have been declining and a lot of facilities have been closed and folks that need help are having a lot more difficult time finding a place where they can get it. So this would be an example of somebody looking the other direction and saying, no, we need to provide something else. And 
I'm thrilled and I'm looking forward to getting some of the coffee. <laughs> yeah, we're actually contracting with very local coffee providers mm -hmm. and it's excellent quality. So I think you'll be impressed with that. One other thing I'd like to mention about the terrace is we will have a learning kitchen concept. So people with barriers to employment can apply to be accepted into the program and then come and learn the hospitality industry, learn soft skills that will help them to be more employable. So we look forward to connecting with other nonprofits in the area around that because we know that when nonprofits bring their missions together, that's where the power occurs and that's where beautiful things happen. I'm excited for this uh, to get started. Katrina, do yes. good days. What is this? Yes. Yeah, so do good days is one of the um, campaigns that share Iowa is behind. And so do good days is April 19th through the 22nd. And we are encouraging people, community members and nonprofits to honor what doing good means to them. And so at the Community Foundation, we are providing a couple of educational opportunities for nonprofit organizations. The first is the morning of April 12th, and we are doing a Donut Forget to Steward Your Volunteers. So we will be providing donuts, surprise, surprise, uh, and coffee, and talking about stewarding your volunteers, nonprofit organizations. Volunteers are so important to a nonprofit organization. They share our mission. They are a part of our organization. The statistic, don't hold me to it, I think in 2021, a volunteer hour in Iowa was over $26 an hour is their value. So volunteers are so important to our organizations. Um, so we want to steward our volunteers. And so we're going to do a talk on that. And then on April 20th, we are having a lunch program. Let's talk about... We're serving tacos. I know it's super surprising. Uh, let's talk about uh, board engagement because board members are some of our most valuable volunteers. And so we definitely want to talk about board engagement and, and how to best use your board members as a nonprofit organization. So those two educational opportunities are coming up. And then, you know, again, we are encouraging nonprofit organizations to really, if they want to have a large volunteer uh, opportunity, please reach out. Let me know about that. We will make sure that we are getting that publicized and, and getting media coverage for that, but really honoring what doing good means to you. I am so happy that you announced those names so I don't get accused of saying <laughs> dad jokes again. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, th I think they're very good. <laughs> I think they're clever. I do very much. Say... If anyone wants to learn more about any of your organizations or uh, wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yeah, so absolutely. This is Katrina. If anybody wants to talk more about the organizations in the nine counties of Western Iowa and what they're doing, what our nonprofit organizations are doing to make an impact and how you can be a part of that, feel free to stop by the Community Foundation Monday through Friday, 9 to 4, or email me at ctrabal, so it's C-T-R-A-B-A-L, at givewesterniowa.org. Hannah, how about you? How do folks uh, learn more about what it is that uh, uh, Trivium is doing and how they can be a part of it? A great way would be visiting our website, triviumlifeservices.org, and following us on social media. A lot of things also available on the Chamber website, right, Drew? Uh, yes. So to Hannah's point, yes, obviously our website's a great place to go. Um, you can always reach out to me, Drew, at councilbluffsiowa.com or call our main line at 712-325-1000, and we can always um, connect you to something. That's one of the biggest things we do is we convene and we connect and be a conduit for folks. So we want to make sure we're providing that opportunity. And the last thing I'll say is you can also post your volunteer opportunities on our website. Just let us know if you have any questions about it, and we'll get that opportunity posted so our members can see 
see some of the great volunteer opportunities there are in our community. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of this. Thank, thank you for what you do and uh, for choosing a career where uh, you are helping others. It's, we all are, are better for it and, and, and for being leaders in the community. We're very grateful. And we thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chat. We also thank Beacon Vacations for being the sponsor. We will be back with a new episode next month. Until then, take care.